The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 miles. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, how about Hello and welcome to the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don Delorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Oh man, I couldn't wait to come record tonight because had a lot that happened over the weekend and on some things that happened on Monday. So wanted to talk talk shop. Yeah, man, we're gonna get right into it. We're not gonna uh, hold up the show with the particulars uh, today. So we you know CSN dot com. You know um, when you buy your stuff from Amazon, use the link. You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, can't yeah. Money to the um to the to the um to the pod so we can keep the lights on. Yep. Yep. Listen to listen to me and Don talk, you know, on the dark match. Get get the quality semi rants on AEW. You know, you, you get quality content, you know, from us. You know, we put our time and effort into it. You know, so please listen, enjoy, pay the five because Dawn doesn't want to pay the five, so that we can have longer, sh- so we can have these like longer, sh- not even say longer shows because they be going to the middle of the night and sitting there like you still talking. <laughs> but no, there you go. That's the plug. Now let's get into it. <laughs> Thank you, Mister Motor Underscore Reese. Um, we're going to get into the Blood Money Cast Night of Champions took place this past Saturday. So thank you first and foremost to everybody who used the hashtag Blood Money Cast and shared their commentary with color with us. Uh, even my nemesis Jupiter Julep was even uh, taking part in the festivities on on Saturday afternoon. So uh, went back. I did get a chance on Saturday to watch live, but I did go back and read everybody's comments. In the hashtag entertaining. So you start, so you start seeing if you start seeing a wrestlecast retweeting your tweets. Dawn is watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's pretty much how it happens. All right, so we're gonna get into this um, premium live event. We start off with Seth freaking Rollins and A. Jay Styles for the World Heavyweight Championship. And it is Seth Rollins becoming the World Heavyweight Champion by defeating AJ Styles with the stomp. With the stomp. And uh, I don't think the outcome was ever in doubt. 
But, um, you know, these two guys put it down like we knew they would. And uh, there's nothing to really complain about. I mean, it was a, it was a, you know, welly executed match. Nobody got dropped on the head or anything like that. So, you know, there's nothing to complain about. Didn't have a Dragon Lee situation. No, you not. Whew, I thought it was over, bro. <laughs> oh, he he was fine. He was he was he was on um, tonight's show NXT, so he's fine. Yeah, but when it happened, I, was, I know, I know. Mm. Yeah. All right, Don. Now here we go. Let's oh, see. My, my, my favorite. My favorite. My favorite thing, right? Now, now here we go. Who was the producer? Now I want to. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a tip. I'm gonna give you a couple tips. I'm gonna give you two tips. There were no um, women producers on this card. And no women producers on the card. Okay, there's only one woman producing that smiley. So right, right, right. And um, they may be some repeat. There may be some repeat performers. There were some repeat producers. So because they, they was traveling with a, a smaller group than they normally do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. All right. AJ and Seth Rollins. Who was the producer? It's, uh, it's a world title match. It's Seth Rollins, AJ Styles. It's definitely not Michael Hayes. So let's get him out of the way. So, uh, Jason Jordan. They let him do some high profile stuff. I'm going to go with Adam Pierce. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Well, that's incorrect, sir. It was Jason Jordan. I should, I, I, no. no. Um, this person, this person, this producer has had some history with AJ Styles. Ah, Joseph Park. Yes, Chris Park was the producer for this match. I should have known. Damn it. Yeah, okay. Mm. All right. We had Trish Stratus with a little help from Zoe Stark. She got the win over Becky Lynch with the Stratus faction. So uh, Becky Lynch hits the manhandle slam. Uh, Trish gets her foot on a rope. She rolls out of the ring. Becky rolls out after throws her back in the ring and when Becky's about to get in the ring Zoe Starks comes out from underneath the ring hits her with the Z360 or whatever the hell that shit's called busted her nose open rolled her back right. in the ring then Trish hit her with the Stratisfaction and ring the bell Becky gonna get a nosebleed yeah that's her move right right <laughs> You know, I've been the I've been the best in this division. I didn't have to freaking get my nose busted to do it. And that the line that Trisha told her last week. Sure did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, now, hold on before we go to the producer. What you think? What you think about the match? No, give me your 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 as your review of the match. Um, a solid match. Um, I I'm I'm seeing that. Trish and Becky are having this is so you know Trish definitely is you know she's been 
there was no way we, I thought this was gonna be a part time sort of thing. You know, it's gonna be like part time. Mike, she's gonna come in for a couple of weeks and then she'll be out. Nah, she's you know sticking around. She's doing the work. She's actually putting somebody over. You know, um, a, a, a call up. So, um, yeah, with um, yeah. So, you know, and also she's gonna be. They say she's gonna be staying on. You know, you know, she's probably appearing weekly on the shows and everything. So, um, I think that she always said that like she wanted to have another like extended run. It's just that she yeah. was busy, and you know, now that her. Yeah, she was she was busy and everything, so now she she's actually yeah. doing it. So yeah, I'm glad and, she's doing it. Her daughter is, you know, old enough now where she doesn't have to worry about the mommy responsibilities this much, yeah. so she can do the the road like this again. Um, I you know it, it was a fight more than like a regular match, so people yeah, were talking when, about they, how, when, they, when they call it a grudge match, so yeah, so I, you know people were talking about how it was like not as good as. As Charlotte and Trish, and I was like, "Well, it's a, it's a little different yeah. match. It's a much different match." The, the 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 story behind it was definitely much different. It was reason why she yeah she had, they had beef and everything. Yeah, yeah, it was more personal, right? And you have to give Trish a lot of credit because she said it at the time that she wanted to work with each and every one of the horsewomen. She thought that they were great, and she really felt like she was missing. The opportunity because the, the, their level of competition was something that she never had, right? When she was in her run, you know. So yeah, they they, were, they, they didn't have they, they was like they didn't have that. Like you said, they, she said they didn't have the competition. They had you know it was just a few of them. Now you have a you know the whole division where mm-hmm. these ladies can actually just go. You yeah, know? so she's made her way through everybody. She started with Charlotte. Then she went to Sasha, then she went to Bailey, and then she's finishing up with Becky. Yeah. This time she brought Lita along too. She sure did. Uh, the tag match will be cool, and then maybe this all leads to one last Lita versus Trish match. You never know. Like one, like you know, one for the road. Right. Now, what we need to go for the role is who was the producer? No women producers here. There were three women's matches, so I mean, I don't think I don't think they had Tyson Kidd were all three. So this might be the one where he took the gave it off to somebody. So let's do a Jason Jordan. They let him work with the women a lot. Ah, uh, nope. You should have worked with the other one who works the women's matches. Ah. Uh, no, PD Williams. Wilson, huh? No, PD Williams. Oh, see, I never think about PD Williams and the women. Yeah, PD Williams and women matches. Okay, all right. I have to put that in the um, the mental roller decks. File that away. Okay, next up, we got Lucifer Ali versus Gota. <laughs> no, you got to do it like Samantha Irvin, man, if you're going to do it. I was about to try. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. I can just wait. I can try to say the Gunta, but she. She intercontinental champion. Gunta. Yeah, she does it great. She was looking great on SmackDown the other night. 
Hey, but she's on the she's on the she's on the red brand. So, <laughs> yeah, she was looking great on. I meant to say raw the other night. That's right. She's on the red brand, bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, Gunther he retained the IC title over Mustafa Ali with the power bomb. Uh, they did exactly what they were supposed to. Uh, Gunther started out manhandling him. Then Mustafa Ali got uh, a, a comeback and a near fall, and then Gunther killed him, and we went on. Right. <laughs> He, he got he, most of Ali got his offense in, and he might have thought, "Hey, for a slight second, he might do this." And then Gunther said, "Let me end this." <laughs> Shotgun drop kick, power bomb. Go pick up your check. He, he got the the winning share of the purse. <laughs> All right, um, who's your producer? Um, uh... Now, what you we already, we already got Chris Paul, got Pete Williams. I, yeah, so, I need to I need to be writing these down so I go know who I'm already used. Um, we'll go Adam Pierce here again. We'll use Adam Pierce here. Oh, no, you're wrong, Jamie Noble. Jamie Noble, Gumped. Okay. All right. Hmm. Man, last week, last time I, I did good. This time I'm 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 struggling. You, you, you zero for three, bro. Yeah, I'm struggling. Like healthy shooting the shooting the money. Yeah, they was bricking something terrible. It just kept shooting. Like, dude, you got Robert Williams passing the ball. Right. All right. So here's here's our upset special that it, nobody saw coming. Yes, as Oscar, she goes for the miss once, but misses. So she puts the two fingers on her throat and brings up some more miss. But this time, instead of spitting it in Bianca's face, she spits the miss on her fingers. And when Bianca picks her up for the KOD, she rakes Bianca across the eyes with the misty fingers. Of course, Bianca can't see. She follows Oscar follow that up with a kick to the head. And we have a new Raw Women's Champion. And her name is Oscar. Oscar. Mm, mm, mm. What was my reaction when I saw this? I was like, I was like, oh no, they didn't. <laughs> but I was like, I'm not mad that Oscar won. And I'm not mad to hear Oscar and everything. You know, it was just like, you know, I'm not, and I'm not saying B supposed to win every match and everything, but it was just like, uh, I'm like, you really had to do it like this, but, Didn't you know, it's like creative. It doesn't seem like right. it was, um, didn't seem like it was primed to be the time for Oscar to win it. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of felt like, okay, it's prime for Tiffany Stratton to win this. It's prime right. for Seth Rollins to win this. It didn't feel prime for Oscar to to lose the belt. The winner belt. Oh yeah, to win the belt. Excuse me, Binky to lose the belt. That's what I meant. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just seemed kind of like seemed like they might have got some information before they went across and was like, "Oh, we got to do this." Okay, well, this is where we, this is how we're gonna do it. Yeah. Like maybe she might have told them like, um, "Yo, I'm been going hard. I need a surgery or." I you know we've been. But you know, TV people, show, I need time. Everyone always say that when she when she she's at her best when she's chasing the title, and I'm like, that's true. Yes, it it was the fans were starting to kind of not. 
it happened in Puerto Rico. It started, it, it, it started it in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico was definitely was definitely where that the fans was definitely turned on her. And I was just mm-hmm. like, Yeah, you're right. It was Puerto Rico. And then next thing you know, she had Oscar had those chants. I was like, they probably already saw the the um the light at the end of the tunnel was saying, you know, we might as well just go ahead and do the um go ahead and pull the trigger. Now do you think Mickey comes like she takes time off TV, like, or do you think they get right back into it and have her try to get it back, or do you think they send her on a long path elsewhere and bring her back around? What What do you do now that she's lost the title? She might. She might. Um. Because like I was saying, she 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 broke she she broke the she um. She has a record for like the longest uh, reigning women champion on, you know, you know, right now. So um, they might either she might be taking some time off because she got the show coming up, and she might you know build the show around her trying to get back to the title. Um, she may they talking about turning her heel, so that could be an option for her. Her too. Now, if you have a heel Bianca on a, on a, on SmackDown, you have to think about what's going on. What what's going to be going on? Um, a heel Bianca and a heel Roman. Mm. That's a lot of heel star power, right? And you know, maybe and a lot of people say that the, a heel turn for her might do her some good. But but the same, if you think about it. She's been that she's been doing a lot of like like community service things with WWE. She's been mm-hmm. all over the. She's been all over they, the place. Yeah, they took over the Brian Danielson Make a Wish right. uh, role, the Street Profits and Binky. Right. So yeah, that yeah, you're right. They may be hesitant to do that heel turn for but her. She, just because she, of her. You never know. She, but you know, she, um, she's, she might be ready for character change and she hasn't been healed. She hasn't been healed since her NXT run. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, is this, is this, is this my man TJ Wilson right here? No. So I wanted to say that TJ Wilson is not on this card. Oh, so, dang, TJ is a conscientious objector. Right. Um, so, we never chat with this one. I was like, no, TJ was not one of the cards. Jason Jordan. You know, Jason Jordan don't haven't done no women's matches, but it was this one. This one, this one was Adam Pierce. Oh, fuck. I got nothing this week, man. I'm at the well, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Never mind. Keep the we'll, we'll, we'll never mind. You uh, still got, you still got three more matches to go, so you can kind of establish yourself. With I'm gonna you. get one. I'm gonna get the last one. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'm we'll get see. the last one. We'll see. Unless they had an upset, and and Michael Hayes missed the plane. Um, <laughs> Rhea Ripley used a dominant 
Miss Distraction and the Riptide, the Squash Natty, and retain the SmackDown Women's Title. I, I was like, I said, Blinky, this is over. I mean, when I said squash, literally squash. Right. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, hold up. I was like, I said, you blinking, the match was over. She was celebrating with Dom. <laughs> I don't know if somebody went long. I don't know if this is how they planned it, but. Yeah, they got Natty up out of there quick. Maybe this, this will lead to a like a proper match at Thirty or something. This is your third women's match. This is the second one back to back. So it was like when y'all going to go short. So Rhea, we know you definitely are over. So you go out here and take this powder. Natty, go out here and take this powder and come on back. Yeah, I mean, it's really m- not much to analyze here on this one. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Story of the match right there. All right, who's the producer? Um, Joseph Park. Nope. Who was it? Jason Jordan. You were saying him at the wrong time, bro. Wrong time. Yeah, that's that's the story of my that's the story of this game for me. I have the I have the group of people. I just put them in the wrong order. Right. All right. All right. We got Brock Lesnar. He applies the double wrist lock to Cody, who escapes once, but he couldn't escape twice. And Cody passed out. Brock Lesnar is your winner. He didn't submit. He didn't surrender. He didn't submit. He didn't surrender. He didn't get pinned. He fought until he body physically couldn't hold up anymore. So, uh, yeah, this was the old school Southern wrestling baby face. A lot of people were saying, give me a comparison to. Yeah, it's Ricky Morton. This is Dusty. This is whoever (laughs) you want to throw in there. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan when he was in Mid-South. But it's smart. It's just old school wrestling. It's like, okay, if you got to beat me, at least hurt me first. So when you do beat me, I can say, come back on TV and say, hey, you know what? I I had the guts that most people don't have. Most people wouldn't even want to try to fight you with two hands. I came in here with one hand broke, one arm broke, and still took you on. So I got courage. So, you know, he can say he's got courage and toughness and, you know, and you know, hey, I'm we're one to one, and you know, we need to end this thing, get this thing figured out and sorted out, and let's do it one more time. Give him a chance to come back on TV and say that, even though he got beat, you know. Good stuff, good stuff. That, yeah. that old school southern uh, wrestling still work, man. It does, depends on who you got doing it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have somebody who can. See, most of these dudes, they can do the moves, but they can't tell the story with the moves. Right. Cody probably can't do all the moves, but with the moves he can do, he can tell a hell of a story. You know what I'm saying? The Young Bucks can do a million flips and dives and super kicks and tremendous things that, you know, you wouldn't conceive of, but they can't tell a story with those moves. They can 
wow you and 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 you know make your eyes pop out of your head but nine times out of ten it's just guys doing moves it's really nothing to follow as far as like oh well this dude is a powerhouse and oh now he's working his arm he ran into the post the shoulders hurt dude's working his shoulder shoulder breakers wrenching his arm so now for the next you know 12 minutes we know what the story is like okay how is he gonna overcome not having his arm to be able to do whatever power move he need to do mm-hmm. you know whereas a young bus match is just bing 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 flip dive super kick Triple team, triple team, you know, it's like, okay, what's the story? It's cool and all, but what's the story? Right. Where this is just like, hey, this dude's coming in the ring with a broken arm. He's crazy. We all know Brock Lesnar's going to kill him, but can he survive? You know what I'm saying? He survived. <laughs> right. At least until he didn't survive. Right. Yeah, and they played it perfect. They didn't do anything they weren't supposed to do with it. You know, so that was that was really well done. I'll give them a ton of credit for that one. Um, Who's the producer? Paul. Paul who? Heyman Sprock. Hell no. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do not have a clue for this one. Because Cody hadn't wrestled enough matches for me to get a feel of like who, if he got like a personal uh, producer or not. Oh my God. Mike Hayes. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, I know Michael Hayes works personally with Roman. I didn't know he was working personally with Cody too. But okay. If it's the main event, Michael Hayes got it. I will... Remember to uh, keep that in my memory bank. Jimmy Uso. Wait, wait, before you even before you even don't even talk about don't even go and give go into the 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 heart of the match. Let's talk about Sammy coming oh, out. Coming out, yeah. Um first time um, allowed in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia uh, due to whatever politics and religious um, he's, a, he's a Syrian descent but yeah, then whatever religious um, um, roadblocks they had apparently all of those things were not in place this time yeah they kind of eased those relations so he was able to come over but the thing was watching him and Moose for Ali, you know, be able to, you know, honor their faith and, and, and like certain they were showing like clips of them over the um like during the time there. I was like, this was like great to see like that, you know, WWE can be a trash company at times, but it was like getting to see their superstars of the who um practice um Muslim as a religion, you know, they were able to, you know, Embrace me, embrace you know going over there and um, felt like fellowshipping with that with other um, Muslims over there as well too. So that was great to see. And then um, Sammy comes out <laughs> dressed. I was like, oh man, Sammy, because Kevin was just looking for him, and he comes out with the um, I forgot what he called it. Um, he looked like he looked like Malcolm X at the end of the movie, where he took the pilgrimage. And he had the all white on. And he came out there and he, um, 
he walked to the ring and that had that crowd. The crowd was 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 there for it. Yeah, man. He's man. <laughs> they I was like, listen, I was like, I said, this might rival Montreal. <laughs> yeah, it was big, man. It's real big. It's real big. Like, oh, yeah, um, they got something with them, but I, I think they scared to put the belt on them. Like the belt. You know, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Mick Foley being in the mix with Triple H. Under it's like they got something with him, but I think they scared to put the belt on him. And they and Stone Cold talked them into doing it because he was hurt. But you know, talked them into doing it. Like, yeah, put the belt on him. You got something with him. Put the belt on him. That's the way I feel with um, Sammy. So Mustafa Ali wore. um, Kefia, as a Kefia, with it was the hair wrap, and Sammy had a throw um, for his entrance. So, and somebody um, on Twitter was saying they represented Islam beautifully at the Night of Champions. That's what it's, I meant to say. They practice Islam as their faith. So, um, they say Mustafa Ali's um, hair gear is um, cited as sovereignty. You know, and a lot of fans um, took admiration for that. You know, that was good for, um, you know, good for him and everything. Um, and saying Sammy, um, he paid homage to Saudi Arabia and was just basically like the fans seeing that was just like definitely. Um, it said Sammy paid tribute to his roots and donned a throw for his entrance. Most men in the Middle East wear ankle lift robe. Um, and then West when um, he took the um, the mic from um, Mike Rome and spoke in Everett. Everett. Mm-hmm. So, um, right. So Jupiter Jude was like, that's his name. I kept calling him local rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Also, um, shout out to Becky Lynch for the donning the um, the um, Beatrice um, kiddo like gear for um her match. That's um the bride and from Kill Bill, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just know her as the bride. I never knew her name was Beatrice. You ain't watched the set, man. What the? Who, who are you, sir? <laughs> um, now, so um, yeah, so. It was basically, you know, Sammy definitely wearing that, you know, and paying homage to, you know, Saudi Arabia. And it was just like, hey, we are, he's like definitely, it's like strides being made because he wasn't able to come over, you know, at other times. But this time he actually came over and got a warm welcome. So it was good to see. Mm-hmm. So we get into the match. Um, we get a spot where, Sammy's in front of the referee. Uh, Roman goes to spear Sammy. Sammy moves out of the way, does the old lay, sends Roman right into the referee, spears him, knocks him down. So referee's out. Then here come the Usos to try to help. And yeah. they they actually doing a good job until they they're taking KO. They getting they super kicking Sammy. Yeah, and then they try, they, to for, they try to go for hey, that's doing both at the same time. Yeah, they got <laughs> double, double super kick Sammy, and he ducked. 
were actually just fell out of the way because he was already rocked. Well, he, yeah, he ducked it, and, and, and they, uh, they, they couldn't. They was already in motion, and told his. And so they double super kicks uh, solo, knock him down, and Roman sees this Real quick. on the outside. Yes, sir. Real quick, how do you feel that he dropped the um, Sokoa from his name? They well, they quietly, they, they, they quietly dropped the Sokoa from his name. I mean, I mean Michael, it's kind of solo anyway. Right, but Michael Cole was still saying solo Sokoa and everything, but they kind of quietly dropped the Sokoa from his name. Uh, that's not a big deal to me. Okay, all right, cool. Back to it. So Roman is pissed and basically gets in the ring and tells him so. Like, yo, this ain't the plan. I don't need y'all help. What y'all doing out here? Get the hell out my ring. And uh, he came on day one. <laughs> yeah, and he pie faced Jimmy and um He pie faced Jimmy and pie faced Jay twice. And Jimmy had had enough and he super kicked Roman. Well, hey, Jay was a disbelief. Like Jay, almost he looked like um, Jennifer Lewis. <laughs> you paint it. That's how he looked. Um, so Jimmy, and so Jay is like, "Man, what the hell are you doing? Oh my god!" And Jimmy's like, "Man, I'm doing what you should have did a long time ago." And he super you. kicked Roman again when Roman was on his knees. Now here's the here's the question I got for you, dog. Yes, sir. If if you if you were Roman Reigns and that happened to you, which 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 of these three acts was the was the most painful? Part, um um number one, Seth Rollins smacking him with the chair on Monday Night Raw those years ago. Number two, early this year, Sami Zayn smacking Roman with the chair at um um in Mon- yeah Montreal. No, Montreal was um. Royal Rumble, was Royal Rumble? No. Was that Royal Rumble? That was Royal Rumble. Yeah. Because yeah, he, 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 he fought him at, um, at, um, yeah, yeah, at um, yeah, 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 yeah. He fought him the next month. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was right. And three, the two super kicks from, um, from Jimmy Uso. Uh, it's definitely between the first one and the last one. Right. Probably the 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 last one, just because it's his family's person. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's your fam. Yeah, he super kicked him twice, and somebody posted it. So if, I don't know if you ever saw the meme of the guy whispering in George Bush's ear, and they, somebody posted that meme and said, "Sir, a second a second super kick has landed on the trap." <laughs> <laughs> well, we was we was we was. I, I mean, I pop, I was at work and I'm sitting here watching, and all of a sudden, I was like, I'm like, Jimmy! <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. Waking up patience and shit. Hey, patience is already woke, man. Oh, it's I'm, 1 o'clock in the day. Oh, it's not on the pay per view time. I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm like, Jimmy! <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh my goodness. And he was just. And, and, and Heyman's just sitting there looking like in disbelief, like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. He, he was like, he was like, I got you. He was like, he's not your brother, I'm your brother. He's like, I got you. He's, and that's why he was like, J- he and Jay going to the other top of Joe. We hear him saying Joe. I was like, hey, here we go. And he was like, we gotta go, Oosh, we gotta go. 
Yeah, he was Jimmy or Jay Steele trying to check on him when he was splayed out the first time. He super kicked. Here's the thing: here's everybody, everybody saying Jimmy was ungrateful. But I was like, this is long term booking, folks. Night of Champions 2020, when um, when you know Jay and um, what was it? Hell, was that Hell in the Cell? That's Hell in the Cell. Okay, Hell in the Cell. Yeah, that's um, because uh, just Jimmy had been out with the knee. Yeah, he he wasn't fully back yet, and it was just like, and it was just like he he in there trying to get him to stop beating up on Jay. He's like, "Come on, man, it's Josh, it's Josh, man." He said, "We got to do this, man." And the next thing you know, you know, Roman do that against that 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 submission hold that he had, and Jimmy was like grabbing that Jay, and when Jay saw what was going on, he 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 quit. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh no, Jimmy!" Jimmy said, "This is long term booking." He's I ain't gonna get you back. He's like, I might not get you back to, to, to tonight. Might not be tomorrow, next week, next month, or even next year. But I'm gonna get my lick back. And he did that indeed. Kicked that man head twice. <laughs> yep. So Solo got pinned. He got hit with the stunner. And the hell of course, he's gonna take the fall. <laughs> and uh, Champs retained the undisputed tag team titles. So they're celebrating in the middle of the ring. Roman. The Usos are up on the ramp. Roman is is out in the floor. He Roman sh- was looking. He was definitely shook. Yeah, he shook. He shocked. And uh, yeah, man, it is going to be a scene and a spectacle on Friday. Yeah, Friday's definitely must see TV. Yeah, this gonna be. They gonna do some stupid numbers on Friday because it's no playoff game either to mess with them. Oh, yeah, that's right. The yeah. playoff game is on Thursday. The playoff oh, every game. Oh, everything. Yeah. yeah, so everything everything is playing out lovely for them. They say, "Oh, because I think the Stanley Cup starts on Wednesday." Yeah. So yeah, so they gonna be good to go. They gonna have the free one, and it's gonna be on Fox, so everybody can see it. Don't matter if you got cable or if you in the sticks, it's gonna be on your regular ass TV. Man, they gonna do a stupid number. Cause yeah, it's supposed to be the celebration, so you ain't no telling what kind of um shenanigans they might have uh, in store for that. Right. But um, everybody was everyone was, that was like this so talked about, you know, so talked about on social media and everything. It was just like Jimmy Uso was trending for like the, a, a full day in it, a full day. <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely trending. It was just like and it was like we said, and it was it was crazy. I was on TikTok watching the reactions. And it was great, you know, folks. They they watching it and they seeing and they seeing the Uso come out there. They said, "Oh, here they come!" And next thing you know, when Jimmy kicked them, they were screaming. It was like, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> they were upset. <laughs> They've done a great job in taking us on this ride. I mean, I think, like you said, this is. This- really started uh, about this time last year. Right. And everybody, but then you have people complaining something about like why everybody keeps saying it's cinema, you know. I might I mean, we say it's cinema because it's like the the story that's been told over the past couple of years or so and this is what kept us intrigued and now it's like this is going on. So it's like mm-hmm. this is like the next part of that story and we're like intrigued. 
Because remember when this started, what we thought was going to happen? Oh, they're going to do this, build Roman up. He's going to be shitty or he's going to talk so much trash that it's going to make The Rock have to come back and wrestle him, right? That's what we thought we was going to do. That's what happened. We was like, oh, this is a build-up to Rock and um, Roman and Rock and WrestleMania. Right. Nope. 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 Then it was like, okay, well... Now we're going to build it up to somehow Cody Rhodes comes in here and takes the belt off of him, and that starts the downfall of the bloodline. Nope. Nope. I ain't it either. So now it's like, okay, they zoning in on it now. It's like, okay, I don't know who's going to take the belt off of him, but they're going to have Jay Uso be Roman at some point. And that'll probably be the night where Roman says, okay, boys. It's been good. I'll see y'all on the part-time schedule. Right, because you know a lot of people just seem to think that Roman is destined for Hollywood, and so you know you already got a taste of that. That um, taste of that, and I don't know if it was the um, the Hobbs and Shaw movie or was it um, one of the Fast and Furious movies, but he got that acting bug in one of those series. So oh, never Hobbs and Shaw. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Because um, that's one of Miss Jade Cinemax's favorite movie. Because they have, of course, of course, the the all the Samoans fighting that one. Yeah, yeah, with no shirts on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, um, it's definitely gonna be interesting to see. Everyone is gonna be tuned in on Friday for SmackDown to watch, and just to be like, hey, what the hell's going on? What's going on? So now you got a potential Usos versus Roman and Solo tag match for Money in the Bank or SummerSlam. Basically, they said, well, from what I was reading, they expected Roman to um, to defend the title at both Money in the Bank and SummerSlam. So we both, you know, creative does change does change his mind and everything. So we'll see what's going on. But this is going to be interesting summer. Um, with this storyline here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, this was, uh, this was Michael Hayes. Who did this? Uh, Michael Hayes was the producer for this. Let me get my one. Wait, wait, hold on. Before, before. Okay, so I'll give you that one. But here's the thing. There were two producers. Oh, Michael, Michael Hayes and Adam Pierce. Michael Hayes and Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan. Okay. So I, I think Jason Jordan might be the one. He might be get ready to take over for my. I mean, Michael Hayes can't do this shit forever. Well, he's been in the business for you for, for, for since I was since before I was even um, watching wrestling. And yeah, Michael Hayes was the first wrestler I actually probably really watched or saw because I started watching uh, World Class. I was the first wrestling I ever really watched. Yeah. So definitely, he's been around. So. You never know. He might have. He might be having somebody, you know, primed up to, um, you know, take his place. But you never know. He's. You never know. I mean, Arn was back there for a long time too, but then Arn got let go. So. No, well, he got let go because apparently Alicia Fox came to the house show a little tipsy and didn't <laughs> go out there still when he was in charge of the house show. Ah, she now she's been she contacting Booker T trying to get back into wrestling. Mm-hmm. She probably saw Nyam Dar and was like, "Well, oh, God, he back. 
on TV. Let's, let's get the thing back going again. Uh, he got two more. He got two more. He got two other young ladies that that that, that Dawn is fond of. So <laughs> I'll mm-hmm. Well, I I just we just need more Last Legend on our TV and Jakar Jackson. So I mean, whichever way they can hey, get her on there, them off of them off a level up and have them um <laughs> have them. They done leveled up all right, right on to the main show. Look at you. Um, a little bit of housekeeping. You and Sam tied for the who you got. Y'all had five apiece. Okay, I'll take the time with Sam. Yeah, y'all missed Oscar, of course. Of course. And uh, it was only six matches on the card. Yeah, of course. I knew I was like, I was like, oh, somebody ain't winning. And I was like, as soon as we said champ retains, and we saw the champ didn't retain, I said, this is this is the type of the one that. Somebody could have went off on the dock and say, I'm going to just say um, Oscar's going to win. And then that would be like the upset shocker. Somebody would have had to win that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool, though. It was all fun. All right, sir. So let's let's just talk about Raw because it's already 12.05. I know. Yeah, man. Um, standouts. Uh, Seth Rollins came out to the big um, opening, the big flashy. <laughs> come through the crowd. Um, uh, was that a shirt or a blouse he was wearing? Uh, he is. He stole somebody blouse from from um, from, <laughs> from from the, um, from, from there and had it on. We <laughs> really man, you a section you got that shirt from. <laughs> Charlie Murphy when he tells Prince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he um, but he um, came out there dressed up. I was like, here we go. Yeah, so he gets the big um, celebration in the ring, you know, promo and everything. Talking about becoming the you know world heavyweight champion and being different from Roman and the guy you can be proud of and stuff like that. And then AJ comes out and they have a back and forth about you know Seth being as good as him and blah, 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 mutual admiration. Then Judgment Day come out. Um, <laughs> Rhea says, uh, from the champion to a champion, uh, we run this show. Y'all are in second place. And uh, who y'all gonna, who's going to make this matchup tonight between the Judgment Day and AJ versus uh, Seth? So they go to Adam Pierce, and Adam Pierce is like, uh, no, I can't make the match. I got to get somebody at a higher pay grade to make this match. But uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we even go there, so here's a, here's a little, I guess, a little caveat. So they were saying that whoever worked, like the SmackDown superstars, they were sent home, you know, because of the travel. But AJ got rerouted. I guess this was this was a Vince McMahon call. I was about to, to say, Vince got them sabotage the show again. To um to call and then um no he was like fuck right <laughs> just got on this motherfucker thinking he about to go home to Georgia and then all of a sudden they're like oh nah bro you finna go to fucking you going to Albany New York Albany New York like that's the farthest place from Albany Georgia I could possibly think of going right to leaving Saudi Arabia yeah so um that was definitely they said it was a devil investment man call but. It was crazy during this segment. Um, they um, they was talking about who could take, like you said, who, who, who could take the title off. Uh, um, 
of seven. And we had to dominate. Everybody started the boo. <laughs> and then they and started laughing. And then they started laughing. And he goes, what you laughing at? I beat you. I was like, oh, well, yeah. He did, you know, like, you ain't lying about that one. But The crowd thinks that Rhea Ripley could take Seth. Of course. That's probably the top way, probably the top way, but they wanted to see to take him to, to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on, no, I, I can, I can do this. Let me, no, I got you right here. Ricochet, he became our first uh, Money in the Bank qualifier. He got a win over Demias, so. Uh, Ricochet got another win in front of his woman. That's like only the second one I can recall. So here's the thing. Ever. So Ricochet, so a uh, little bit more Meltzer for right here. Um, Braun Strowman is out and he's off the, off a creative plan so they don't know how long he's going to be out. He had a concussion, I think oh, back in, right before WrestleMania, he was able to, um, he got cleared and was able to wrestle and then we saw him get blown up by Dawkins. Yes, I'm referencing that again at WrestleMania. <laughs> and oh, then shit. Dawkins gave that man uh, a, a second concussion. <laughs> I don't know, right? He hit that man like he was coming, like he was coming off the edge and just laid him out. <laughs> so you can you can always uh, make that claim to fame that your man Dawkins might have ended um, Ron Strowman's career. I don't know because he was gone for a minute and then he came back but then they said he had like a he has like a back injury so he um, is definitely out so that's why you're seeing Ricochet getting this thing pushed so all of a sudden okay alright alright um, we look back at Zoe Stark helping Trish Stratus then here comes Trish for the promo uh, uh, she brings out Zoe she was like, your, 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 um, your words meant absolutely nothing. I said, come on, you go, you, you telegraphed that. We, we knew that was coming. <laughs> um, so Becky comes out. They talk a little bit. Um, Becky comes down. She gets hit with the, three, the Z360 again. Mm-hmm. This time they put the thank you Trish shirt up against her in the corner. So... They left Becky beat down again. Might want to have to get me one of those thank you Trish shirts, though. Oh, I want to hear this. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep talking. You know, this must have been when I took my... um. This must have been when I took my, my break. Because I swear I didn't see this. This is my first time registering this. Let's go! Let's go! I want to hear this! I want to hear this! Let's go! Because they, they said he was backstage at Raw, and I thought he was going to be a main event. No, sir! <laughs> Come on, dog. Keep, 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 let's go with the room. Come on. Keep, keep, keep going. Keep going. Well, Big Body Javi... My man. <laughs> somebody else. I don't know who the Kevin uh, Kevin Kevin Ventura Cortez. So apparently he's um <laughs> Kevin Ventura Cortez. He's an NXT trainee. They got a three names? Kevin Ventura Cortez. That's his name. K K K B C 
I guess so. I need some initials. That's that's going to be too much to try to. Repeat. Okay. The KVC, yeah. So he he was he's an NXT signing. So this is like his first. So I guess this is his first match. So I I guess they've been listening to us about using NXT talent for these main roster squashes. So <laughs> let's keep on. Let's, let's keep on with the review, sir. Keep on with the review. Come on. <laughs> Man, <laughs> listen. I just want you to know this is going to pain Don um, to to read this to y'all. This man, man ain't got no love for Big Bad Hobby. <laughs> he had him get squashed by here in like a minute and fifteen seconds. <sighs> yeah, I was like, I'm like Big Body Hobby. What is going on? I was like, how dog boy you up here with the main roster? <laughs> they know talent when they see it. Yeah, he's, he's good for putting the other talent over. So, oh, hey. Oh, now. Oh, now. But, yeah, Big Body Hobby made his main roster debut. He got killed by Indusher. <laughs> uh, look back at the uh, Night of Champions, Jimmy Uso, Jay Uso, <laughs> Kevin and Sammy. Wearing the Uso shirt, come in for a promo. Sammy's so happy about winning because it means he ruined Roman's life. He says he has nothing to say about Roman. And then here come Imperium to interrupt. Lou Big about Gunter. But Owens just snaps, chatting about what Kaiser's problem is. Sammy says there's an unwritten rule that Imperium's name wasn't mentioned, so they shouldn't be He was like, no, they broke the rules. Somebody supposed to call their name out, and they ain't going to come out. I was like, they always was losing it. <laughs> but it is a rule, though. That's an unwritten rule. You, you have to get your name called first, then you come out. You don't come out just because you can come out. <laughs> uh, so Sam was like, don't y'all have a match later with American Alpha? Um, and then he, Sammy brings up, uh, the match that the six man match that they had with Riddle where they beat Imperium. Mm-hmm. So Kaiser calls Riddle an embarrassment, but I was tired of hearing from Slender Man and the one with the ears, but they never hear from Baldy, meaning uh, Giano Vinci. He says that's not cool with Kaiser, who's cut off by the Alpha Academy, and they have a long shoosh. And, uh, he gives him a big thank you and so we have our match uh, Imperium beat Alpha Academy so last week Alpha Academy got a win this week they take the L 50-50 booking of the spines here's the crazy thing Maxine Dupree oh yeah she got physical with um Valhalla with um yeah but she's officially like Alpha Academy I'm like what's what happened with um the other two <laughs> Marseille yeah and Oh, yeah, they're not really done. If they really wanted to bring, if they really wanted to bring somebody back, because this person is, is back in the company on the low, on the low low, they can do something with Tyler Breeze. Yeah, ain't he training? Yeah, he trains. Yeah, he's training down the um GT. They need to bring back the Passion Police. Well, um, Dango and TNA, right? Yeah, he's dirty Dango over there. So, man, they need to have, um, man, Fashion Police, Pretty Deadly, 
That'd be fun. Oh no, that's what that's what they were saying. Um, that's what they were saying. Uh, well, they were saying somebody they could do it on the catwalk. They could they could they could they, they won the battle. Um, that they could do it on the catwalk. That would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool. All right, next up we got um, so Shotzi and Beck, aka Raquel Rodriguez, they was chatting up with damage. Um, they had words with damage control. So yeah, this is right, Gorilla, right before the uh, right before the tag team matchup here, right for the new Raw Women's Champion or the new Women's Tag Team Champions, and um, the team you thought was gonna win did win. Uh, Kenny Ryu. Uh, they got the win. I mean, Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. <sighs> I wouldn't even. Oh. So apparently, Liv Morgan showed the injury was worse than let on. So she might be out for a minute. I told. I, I, when she kicked her in the arm. And the way she was holding her arm, I was like, she either messed up her rotator cuff or she just separated her shoulder. And if she separated her shoulder, that might require surgery. Right. And Dakota got saw her her, um, ACL. Is it the same one she tore the first time or is it a different one? I I don't know. Might be a different one. I hope it is. Um, it's she got injured though but mm-hmm. I mean Bailey and Dio will have to hold on this a little bit longer um, JD McDonough uh, he beat the hell out of Dolph Ziggler on the outside of the ring sent him into the steps um, stepping on his ear just basic JD McDonough torture type stuff and got disqualified of course no, it was a double count out. Oh, yeah, double count out. Excuse me. Uh, Cody, here he comes. It's a promo. Talks about never giving up. He says, but it hurts a lot when you're stuck in a camera for three straight minutes. He wants to talk to Lesnar, but since Lesnar isn't here, he has to talk to the camera. He opens an open, he issues an open challenge to fight Lesnar anywhere, anytime. He even does the old school uh, territory promo where he lists off his like next 10 dates he's going to be. He's like, whether it's Zurich or Savannah or Charleston or Baltimore or Richmond or wherever. Anywhere I'm at. Before 4th of July, so. Anywhere I'm at, you can come fight me. And uh, he also wants this to be the last time that he lists off all of Brock Lesnar's accomplishments. But says that while Lesnar is a beast enough to break his arm, he is a man enough to make Rose tap out. He says Lesnar is afraid of him, and he drops the mic. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Matt Riddle, he says he wants to win Money in the Bank. Gunter interrupts and says, hey, man, I hope you do win it so you can face me. Because I love whooping your ass. <laughs> I mean, it's basically what he told him, right? Yeah. <laughs> he just walked off and said, as he said it. Oh, man. Uh, Ronda, Ronda and Shayna, they, um, 
They do Man. promo. Nope. About nope. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet, sir. What happened? What did I miss? That didn't happen. Oh, okay. It's um, it's um, Shinsuke versus um, Miss Semi Faye, Ronson Reed. No, that's after this. That's after oh. the promo. That's after Shayna said, and these nuts prove it. Oh. What about the titles? I'm, I'm looking that? at... Oh. I kind of dozed off because I didn't really, really care about Shayna and um, Ronda. Oh, uh, yeah. She was like... You know, I like Ronda. Like, um, I mean, I, mean, I like Shayna. I wish they, they would... I wish, like, Shayna would have been a more dominant force on the main roster, but... <laughs> yeah, Ronda was like, you know... You know, all your little, you know, people, internet people and all this who don't like it or whatever, whatever, tough luck. You know, we're the very best at this. And, you know, we've been, you know, running together all these years or whatever. And uh, he's and these nuts prove it. And she's talking about the belts. <laughs> um, who won this match? I forgot. Oh, the Kansasha. Hit Ronson Reed and Shinsuke Nakamura qualifies for Money in the Bank. I know Simi was like, "God damn it!" Well, that's one of her. This is a two fave match, so it's tough rooting. Yeah, but you know she she loves her thickums. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a mystery who Judgment Day is going to get to wrestle Seth and AJ. Um, it looks like it could be any four of them, even Rhea. But it comes down to be Dominic Mysterio and Damian Priest. Oh, um, not really though, because it was Finn Balor, so it was Damian and Finn uh, with Dominic on the floor. Um, well, hold on, before before we before we talk about that, um, the women on Money Bank qualifies next week, and you got Natalia versus Zoe Stark and Becky Lynch versus Sonya Deville. Mm-hmm. You have to know where it's gonna go at. I see some shenanigans. Yeah. Then they gonna let Becky get their money in the bank? Huh? You think they'll let Becky be in the money in the bank and not just have that match oh, with Trish yeah. again? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Cause you know it's nothing in it's nothing in June, so Right. They got a long time to build up. Long, long time to build. Yeah, I think that's where her AEW is starting to hurt AEW. Like, it's too far. Like, maybe every other month they need to do it, but every quarter is, is a... If you don't have enough... Like, in the way Tony books, he, he don't book things to burn slow. He give you everything up front, and then he don't have nothing else to give you on the back side. So, it's... This, I think that's another hindrance to AEW right now why their stuff just doesn't seem to be hitting um, everything breaks down Rollins and Balor go over the announcer's table the phenomenal forearm doesn't work as Peace backs up to the opposite ropes uh, the Rangers Edge plants AJ Styles Rollins cuts Priest off though and the diving tab brings in Rollins for the stomp to finish Priest so AJ and Seth are your winners but here's the the, the the point of the match that popped everyone. I think well, on the outside when when Seth got on Rhea's face. You know what the callback to? No. 
Uh, you must just must be when you took your powder from wrestling. So it was a tag team match. I want to say in 06 between oh God, DX. I wasn't watching then. I think it was DX versus um, uh, Mercury Morrison. Eminem. Mm-hmm. Melina. So, um, so it's a spot where Shawn Michaels slides outside the ring, and you know how Melina they do the, her and Morrison do the pose and everything, and they like they pull them for the the cameras and everything. Mm-hmm. So, so Shawn slides out the ring and puts his arm around Melina. Melina's like thinking it's Shawn Morrison, and she's all you know, smiling and hugging it, and when she realizes it's him, she screams. <laughs> so basically, what um, Seth and Rhea did was a callback to that. And that's what the funny part, the whole funny part of that was, was when she looked at him and said, get back in the ring! <laughs> and he goes, turning it back into the ring. <laughs> like, you don't want to be like that. Get back in the ring. And he just, ran. I was like, I said, I know Seth probably like, mm, taking orders with these other bitches, man. <laughs> that was definitely the spot of the match for, for that one. Everybody was talking about that one. They was like, oh, they called back to um, where, um, where Seth and, Mel- I mean, for Shawn Michaels and Melinda did on Raw years ago. So. Yeah, folks, that was it. Monday Night Raw. That's um, great. They did it in NXT in the match against. Um, I think it was Duke Hudson and um, Dexter Loomis. They did that same spot in the match with them, in a match with them. So they did it too. But yeah, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that was it. Um, the Cody thing, that was probably the most significant thing that happened. Um, you know, the official uh, uh, alliance between Zoe and Trish and the explanation. And um, the qualifying matches, that's pretty much sums it up. The main event. Yeah, yeah, the main event. So it was like, sir, AJ, you're supposed to be on SmackDown. You're not supposed to be on Raw. Mm-hmm. Vince can't even keep the integrity of this shit for a month. Oh, he can't. Nope. He's like, I'm going to fuck it all up. Like, damn, don't you have something better to do with your time, old man? I mean, golly, just take in the, the whatever bill you're going to get. Take your bad He's essentially running two companies. He's only running WWE, but yes, he's... he's Yes, he like he's the head on one side, and Dana White's the head of the other side, and the other dude. But but Vince had high rank, high ranking over Dana White, mm-hmm. which is still funny to me. <laughs> hmm. All right, so that's it overall. So you know what it's time for. At this point in time, we're gonna turn it over to Mister Mo to the underscore Reese for the Mo Mosa news segment. Alright, I'm not going to hold y'all So we're going to run through this So, looks like um, The future Of, you know, wrestling may be coming um, You got Alexa Bliss is expecting Her first child <laughs> With her husband, Ryan Cabrera What does he do? What is He's famous, right? Yeah I forgot what he does Well, let's 
let me go see real quick because I don't really I'm not really up on my white people like that you know what that sounds mad racist sir he's a musician okay cool he's, I, um, I knew he was famous I just didn't know what for he's a, um, at least well he's a musician and they say he was in a, a group called Rubik's Groove and he, blew, he went solo so yeah. Okay. Well, he's forty years old. He's forty years old. He married Alexa Bliss last year. Yep, yep, yep. So good for him. Good for them. Happy for them. Um, he released the album. Last released the album in two thousand eight. So it must have been good. He felt the need to release another one. Right. Um. So that's the first one. Um. Next, we have um, this is happening at the um, you 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 you'll see this when you get to this this point in the a double or nothing, but um, Sammy Guerrero and Tamelo are expecting their first child. Mm-hmm. I heard about that. She came out, yeah. She came out and revealed that um, during the, you know they have the he has the cue cards and everything. Right. Yeah. 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 He came out and revealed it. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for good for them. Good for them. And you already know that um, Carmella yeah, and um, yeah. Corey Graves don't Corey Graves. No more little Corey Graves running around, but we have, we gonna get at we'll least be, one. We'll be like that. We'll be like that. <laughs> um, so Darby Allen says he's going to climb out over his next year. Yeah, I heard about that. Good luck. Um, NXT Great American Bash. This is actually going to be uh, um. A standalone event, not like how they used to do it on um, on on NXT on Tuesday on Tuesdays. They go. This is actually going to be a event. It's going to be in Texas, I believe. So, um, except for July. Mm-hmm. July thirtieth. Yep. Yeah, that's cool because the Great American Bash definitely uh, was a big part of the summer, especially a big part of July. Um, especially for you, Mo, because it was always in Baltimore. It's a Baltimore. Period. It wasn't always in Baltimore. They had, Man, they had, they had, they had There's been more American bashes in Baltimore than anywhere. Right. <laughs> like Baltimore and Vegas for Halloween Havoc seem to be, and Baltimore for Great American Bash seem to be the only two kind of repeat places WCW would go for their pay-per-views. Every all the other ones, Starcades, all them, they kinda moved around. But um Great American Bash always seemed like it was in Baltimore. Yeah. Um so Jordan Grace so Jordan Grace is she's leaving Impact Wrestling but she's taking on some like non wrestling projects. She said the door's open for her to return though. Okay, okay. Well I wonder if you know, if somebody come off her more money, you know, will she go she goes on another company? Hmm. Wink, hint, hint. <laughs> um Tag Team so, Burry and Piper Niven up and call them the natural disasters. Hey. So WWE wants to have younger talent on the main roster, so I mean, cause you gotta think about it, when you have people call up there, they be like in their thirties and everything. And it's like, why not just build the younger talent just to you know, get up there and it could be on TV doing the damn thing. Having long careers like Randy Orton did. Hopefully they're taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Dwayne Ford's career might be over, though. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, Santo Escobar gets uh, his parents a new house. Awesome. That WWE money coming through. And no, no, you know what that was? That was that first, uh, that's that first quarter. That's that uh, the quarter just passed. That's right. That, that's that L- LWO merch check came through. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, shit. Alright. So, um, Will Ospreay say he wants to work out a, a new deal with New Japan. He doesn't want to live in the U.S. So any hopes of him joining AEW or coming to WWE has been squandered with that one. Um, I told you that Braun is out and I expect the back no time soon. And um, WWE eternally was happy with um, with the results of United Champions. Um, they set records for merchandise sales in Saudi Arabia. Nice. All right. So your main event matchups: um, Dexter Lumis versus Akira Sazawa, uh, Candice LeRae versus Tegan Knox. Oh, I like to see Candice and Tegan. All right. They said Tegan Knox will be coming back after Diet Champion, so she should be back on TV shortly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. So. Um, so after Battleground this weekend, it's rumored that they may be doing some more call-ups. There might be some, some, some they say some talent is wrapping up their time there. So rumored to be on their way up to the main roster, Braun Breaker, which is I, which I think is probably legit because he was nowhere on this episode of NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Creed Brothers might be wrapping up. They, they definitely did challenge. Um, um, the dyad to a match next week. Mm-hmm. And they are now with um, Ava. That should be interesting to see. Um, Illinois Dragonoff or Dijak. Um, never know with these two. Dijak was already up on the main roster, but the whole retribution thing didn't go too well. That he was kind of like in job mode. But hopefully. Um. Hopefully, he gets a chance to. Um, if he does go, he gets a chance to shine. But Illinois mm-hmm. might be good because he's got that scrappy, brawling mentality. And yeah. start carrying, what he need to do is start carrying some of these NXT storylines to the main roster, like kind of continuation. Yeah, like a continuation, so to speak. Hmm. Um. And then, um, yeah, I told you, um, your boy Big Body Hobby was backstage at Raw. <laughs> uh, that's, that's hilarious. No, I was like, that's supposed to check out. Did I see this? I was like, yeah, your boy was on this show. Yeah, man, it was good to see him. It, it means that they got a. Um, it means that they see something in them too. So I'm not the only one. <laughs> Yeah, you never know. You never know. So we'll we'll see how as time goes on. You know, you know a lot of times because it's like a lot of times you saw a talent who got called up to the main roster who you didn't even know was an NXT unless you saw like an old clip of them and you saw them like doing like like kind of like um, Elias and um, and Braun Strowman. Like we saw them, it was like we didn't, we was like they was down there, and then it was like you saw I remember saw seeing Elias 
you know, doing the guitar gimmick and everything, but it was like he was part of the Rosebuds. Mm-hmm. And then it was like um, you saw um, Braun Strowman is one of the one of the two. He was like, wait a minute, he's you know you see the old clips. He's like, wait a minute, he was a Rosebud. I was like, never would have known. Never he was he was you know just doing something himself on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Braun Strowman was a Rosebud too. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like. You see him up in the back. You're like, whoa, what the hell are you doing there? Big ass 340 pounder out there dancing in the conga line. <laughs> hey, you guys, you want to get you want on TV? You want to get that check? You better, you better strap it up, bro. Yeah, that's, dance. that's where we found out the greatness of Electra Lopez. Ah, yes. What did you see? Whew, good gracious of life. When, they, when um, Tiffany made everybody come out? Yeah. And she was standing up against that ring. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, have mercy, as uh, Bernie Mac would say. Right. But um, that's all I got. So we oh, go right- do you know who the young lady was that was in the brown? Okay, you remember like when Cora J was talking about how she had the black eye and blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, yeah. It was the two girls sitting on the bench. Yeah. And the one girl was in the brown. Yeah. Do you know who that was? No. Nah, to get on. Is that who Quan said he had dibs on? No, that was the young lady that's in Chase U. The gotcha. Okay. That's in Chase U. Okay, all right. Damn. It's some, 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 they got some, they got some good girl looking girls down there. Mm-hmm. But you no, know, I guess they, I guess they try to get more, more. I want to get more black girls in spring because you know we they don't they don't have parent they currently have any. So it was like, hey, Jakar and um, Lash, which with this this group with um, Noam Dawn or Mensa, John TV. Sign us up. We ain't doing nothing else. Right, I see. You can get you off a level up. Yeah, so I'm I'm with it. Yeah, I'm with it. Well, Mo, at this point, man, you know it's that time of the show. Let everybody know you. Thank you. Shout outs, all those good things. Oh, shout out to you, Don. Um, whatever good show. Um, shout out to Sam. Um, hope his mom is um is um. Recovering well, um, and everything. Um, Did it that? Yeah. Shout out to Semi, Jay, um, Terry's boy, Namor, our Spaces crew, um, Black Highland, Black Marvel, um, Jubla Jula. Um, shout out to Miss V, Queen Mount Mendy, Madame Lizette. Um, did you? Um Did you? Did you uh, ever make it back over there for your weaponized cage match? Oh no 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 no! Oh, y'all, she y'all ain't never book it. No, she ain't book it yet. Okay, she ain't book it yet. Um, shout to um, classic Greg, um, Miss D Jonay who popped up on the um, who popped up on um, Night of Champions and said Cody was um definitely. She called him a glory. She said Cody has always been nothing but a glorified dropper. Yes, <laughs> I think Miss um, D 
was like, oh, well, damn, they had Cody lose. Da, 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 da. They got to help her have a win because, oh, it might have been Kareem El Mendes in it. But anyway, it's like, if they don't have a win soon, then people are just going to look because not considering him more than to be a jobber and then a flashy jobber is what she said and then um, that's when Ms. D.J. shined in and said well low key that's what he always been like damn I said I was like I said Lane Lane making a prayer she said she said, I, she said that was part of the deal I make unexpected appearance Miss <laughs> <laughs> D.D. off the top for real hey did you see what happened to Stax tonight how does that happen Something fishy going on. Well, he's like, how do you, uh, how do you go to clothesline somebody over the top rope and you the one that fall out the ring first? Again, somebody, by those my backstage, look at that like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> somebody had to be real, like, what the fuck was that? That's the reason why when he hit the ground, he just stayed down there. <laughs> he knew he was like, man, I can't get up after this. Oh my gosh! Everybody was like, "Uh, what?" <laughs> it was like, "Yeah." They was like, "What the hell was that?" Yeah, they that was like, "Wow." Everybody got back and was like, what, "What was that? What was that spot?" Yeah, Not I, I, spot. I we didn't go over that spot. <laughs> yeah, I would have loved to hear the uh, the the back the after the match conversation with that. Like, now let's explain how you did this again. Because that right. was wild. That was wild. But anyway, folks, if y'all um, watch yeah, Also, shout out to Mel, because Mel always gets shout out. So, um, shout out just to everybody who's down with us. Um, thanks for, for um, we like the, you read your heartless in the hashtags. Um, shout out to Rob, Sonny, Jerome, um, as, as Sam would say, his two accounts. Um <laughs> He does. He he he, he is on, on two different well, you accounts. Know, you know, Sam is is definitely the only person who could actually call somebody out like that. He's the only right. of, uh, of this group who, who right because because Sam because Sam had one and he'll go to the other one. You're like, damn. Yeah. I said, you like on this one? I'm like, all right. And the next thing you know, Sam will leave all together. The next thing he can pop it back up. You're like, can you just stick around, sir? Just 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 he do worse than, He worse than KD when it comes to these accounts. Right. Oh, here's another thing I want to say about about not seeing people around. How is it that we we your uh, your girl Team Little Little Miss Sunshine? Oh yeah, Kate and Kim and, and, and got, got called to the main roster, ain't debuted yet. <laughs> well, they had a vignette this past week, so they're getting closer. Oh, okay, they did. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, they, uh, they did a thing on them where you know they you know the life of the party and all that you know all their stuff. Okay, because they um, Kate posted a picture on on Instagram. Girl tatted up, and she had the bathing suit on, looking very good. I was like, "Oh, word!" Oh, yeah, so you know, you know, getting on Instagram and seeing and seeing these ladies, they be posting like like especially when when Jamie posted pictures, I be like, "Hold up, wait a minute." <laughs> yeah, stop the presses, huh? Right. I, I I had to post them in the in the Discord, like, hold up. There she go. She right there. <laughs> you know, like, I didn't know she was married to Brandon Phillips. Yeah. I didn't know that was her husband. Yeah. Good, but, um, good for Brandon Phillips. That, right. Right. I met him. I actually got his autograph and everything. He was a prospect for the Reds back in the day. Yes. But um, he, um, 
Hey, fellas, um, I, I, some of y'all may be too old that are listening to this, but if you're of the younger ilk and you're into sports, that's what that baseball money will get you. Right. <laughs> yeah, we should tell so why play baseball? Why not? Well, I say, I say, you ain't cool and good, but your right. pockets will be on flood. Right. <laughs> right. You see how you, you, you playing good too. You play, let you, let you be a good player and, and you, and you can, and you can benefit, make, um, make an impact on somebody's team. They won't pay you some money. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. It's, not, it's, a lot, it's a lot of running that you want to do and other little things you have to worry about and think about and everything, but. Man, shit, baseball is the least fucking taxing of all the sports, dude. I fucking worked at a minor league baseball stadium for almost 20 years, dude. And watch what these boys do every day. They laugh, joke, grab ass. They're out there supposed to be warming. Like, you know, they take batting practice and shit. They out there supposed to be stretching with the trainer and shit. They out there goofing off. Half of them not even doing this shit right. You know what I'm saying? They out there just laughing and joking and having fun. I mean, it ain't that hard, dude. It ain't, the only thing that's hard about baseball is the heat. And the shit is every day. That's the only thing that's hard about it. The actual plan of the sport, that shit ain't hard. Right. That's why you don't you don't see baseball players really broke up. Like, old baseball players, you don't see them, like, broke up like walking with them. Yeah. Like, football players and shit, basketball players. And they never be broke. Unless they got on drugs, you don't never hear about no broke ass baseball player. No, ain't probably gonna need. July is rolling. up, yeah. Hey, you know who else got a um super crazy deal like that? Julio Franco. He, yeah. it's not as like pronounced because it hasn't been going on as long because the fucking Nets made like a damn 30 year deal with Bobby Bonilla to do this but yeah but like Julio Franco uh, signed a huge ass deal and uh, they came back to him and wanted to defer the payments and he was like yeah sure Baltimore wanted to say that with Chris Davis so he's getting his payments soon so yeah because if you defer the payments you get it with interest right yeah, Bobby Bo was like, "Oh, y'all ain't got the dough up front, shit. Fuck it, I done already made a whole grip with the Pirates. Y'all right. paid me to come over here for a free agent, and now they're gonna pay me again. Yeah, sure, I take the fur. Y'all want the, how long? Okay, cool. So you mean like, well, after I've been done playing baseball, I'm still gonna be getting this check? Oh, he, said, he said every year. He said every year on July first. He's like." He's still got like four more years to go. <laughs> oh, he's what? Hold on. He's he still got like at least three or four more years to go. Hold on. Let me see. Um, yeah, it's the it's the greatest deal in the history of sports. All because the Mets got caught up. No. <laughs> No, it's 2035, sir. Oh, shit. <laughs> Good God. It's like 10 years, 12 years to go. Yeah. Why doesn't Cohen just, just be like, fuck it, here, here's the rest of the money and just get said, him off the book? He'll be um, 72 when that little famous end. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they said the Mets signed Bobby Bonilla to a five-year contract worth $29 million in 1991. That was the richest contract in team sports at that time. He spent the first three and a half, first three and a half seasons of that contract 
with um, New York before being traded traded away. Um, he won the World Series with the Marlins in nineteen ninety seven, and was traded back to the Mets as a part of um, Florida's post championship fire sale. Um, the Mets released him um, in January two thousand, but was still on the hook for his five point nine million salary that season. Believe they were um, poised to make a significant profit through their investments with Bernie Madoff. Mm, shame, shame. The Mets ownership agreed to defer Bonilla's salary with 8% interest and spread across 25 years from 2011 to 2035. How cheap do you got to be to take $5 million and spread it out among 25 years, dude? That's stupid. Well, <laughs> they thought they thought they was gonna get money. they was gonna get they was going they was going something with Bernie Madoff and they was gonna be yeah they got good but right. dude why would you I, I just don't get that but okay eight percent interest on five million dollars that's a lot bro yeah well and they said it spreads across um. 25 years but what I don't get is like it was only 5 million dollars it was like it was 50 now I can see if it was 50 okay 2 million dollars a year or whatever okay gotcha but it's only 5 mhm hey you know what (laughs) Bob Benia is like hey man (laughs) It's stupid money, and I'm smart enough to take it. Right. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like what's his, um Jason Weaver, um, the the singer, actor. He um he we did the Lion King instead of him taking um the it was like I think it was a two million dollar contract up front. He did like he I think his mother worked out a deal. He got like a hundred something thousand in royalties. So. He's been getting Disney money ever since. <laughs> yeah, she cheated. He's been getting Disney money ever since. Yeah, it's kind of like um, when Barkley went to go sign with Nike. Darius going to try to pay him straight up. And Michael was like, nah, bro, take the options and the points because that shit lasts forever. He was like, that shit that do they pay you up front, you might blow through that. In a in a, like Chris Rock said in a bad summer, <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's what the points. They can take the options and the points, and the next thing you know, yeah, you can collect for it. Yeah, you you in there for for life. Now, can you believe we should probably should have said this on the dog but can you believe that Scotty is still saying Michael Jordan was a horrible teammate and a horrible player? Scotty Pippen, yeah. Man, future uh, taking his wife then just skewed Scotty Pippen's whole life. You know, ever since that, she found them Gucci slippers in his house. I haven't really taken anything Scotty Pippen said seriously. No, she she dating. I think she's dating Michael Jordan's son. What are his sons? Let's wrap the show up, sir. I don't know what to say about Lyris Pippen, man. She is a something else. All right, Mo. 
Yeah. Give the people that what they came for. Shout outs and thank yous. That was my shout out. Well, thank you, Mo, as always, man. Thank you to Sam, like you said. I reiterate, hope that his mother's doing well. Um, so, prayers and our thoughts to her. Uh, shout out to Miss Simi and Miss Jade to the Max. I will be getting in touch with Miss Jade to the Max this weekend, hopefully, to get her back on the show. Uh, hopefully, she won't be traveling to and fro. Um, and we'll get the, uh, the the tribal chief back on SmackDown Matters. Uh, thank you to uh, Terry's boy and Anwar Starwin and Black Howling, Black Marvel, Kyle Wren, all those guys that uh, help with the uh, the other parts of the show, um, the, the Twitter spaces. And my man Anwar Starwin keeping me up abreast on the uh, Best of Super Juniors and the uh, Discord and all that good stuff, information he provides. Uh, shout out to all the gorgeous ladies of the WrestleCast. We appreciate y'all and all the support that y'all provide for us. Like Mo told y'all at the beginning of the show, support the sponsors, support the CSPN, go to CSPN.us, click on the tab that says keep our podcast free. It's almost time for a Father's Day gift. So go to Amazon through CSPN, buy something for your dad. And uh, become a patron if you enjoyed the free episode that we released uh, this past week for the Double or Nothing preview. Go over to patreon.com slash CSPN Media, pay to five. Become a subscriber and you'll get that content each and every week as well. So for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Hurts like hell when you're locked in a Kimura for three plus minutes. But nonetheless, Brock Lesnar, I have a question for you. And I've got to look into this camera to ask that question because you're not here tonight. I'm assuming you have taken your, your annual vacation. Lesnar, are you satisfied with this being done? You have a victory over me. I have a victory over you. The game is 1-1. Are you satisfied? I hope you're not, because consider this an open challenge to you, Brock Lesnar. Hopefully you have social media, cable, a landline, something there in Saskatchewan or Yellowstone or wherever the hell it is that you roam. I'll post my whole schedule, every detail of it sometime this week, everywhere that I'll be this month, whether it's Wilkes-Barre, whether it's Wichita, whether it's Cleveland, whether it's Savannah, whether it's Newcastle. If I am standing in a ring, I am standing there ready to fight you, Brock Lesnar. Tonight, I also want to make it the very last time that I rattle off all of Brock Lesnar's accomplishments. Brock Lesnar is an elite amateur wrestler who won the NCAAs twice. He is a former UFC heavyweight champion, likely Hall of Famer there at the UFC. He has held the WWE Championship. He's the man that broke the Undertaker's streak. Brock Lesnar is the beast. Beast enough to break my arm, but not man enough to make me tap out. And if you don't,
won't accept my challenge, Brock Lesnar. We can go ahead and add one more thing to that list. Brock Lesnar is afraid of what cannot be broken. Brock Lesnar is afraid of Cody Rhodes.